As someone said, how, how was it finishing Bible college? I said, well, I quit every day. And if it weren't for my wife, you know, pushing me to finish. Now, granted, I finished my four-year degree in, in a total of seven years, I believe, in, in being in school. But I still finished my four-year degree. Yeah. And that means a lot more to me. And it, meant to, it means a lot more to me now than a three- or two-year degree would have meant for me way back when. Welcome to another edition of Maverick University. I'm your host, David Hallberg. Joining me today is Pastor Jason Griggs. Uh, Pastor Griggs is a graduate of Providence Baptist College, a graduate of 2008, and uh, has uh, been in evangelism uh, for three years, has pastored in Louisiana for 10 years, and we're excited uh, that he just was voted in as pastor at Faith Baptist Temple in Eureka, Illinois. And so you're going to yes. be back in the neighborhood, and it'll be good to have you back in the area in again. So, our topic today, Brother Griggs, is a married man in Bible college. Uh, your uh, story or your, your line of getting into ministry is not as direct as some others. Um, mm -hmm. You talked uh, a little bit about your past and you know, just before we started recording, um, and uh, honestly, some of it I didn't even know. Uh, you had grown up in Texas, hit a rough patch, was kicked out of home, uh, then moved in with your dad, who, had, who was living in Louisiana, and his only condition was you obey my rules, you finish high school, you go to church. Uh, and it was there uh, that you were saved after starting attending church. Uh, and then finished, by, uh, finished high school and then ended up at Providence Baptist College. And you went for a year, as I understand it, yes, sir. Uh, and then uh, had gotten married uh, to a gal who you had known for several years at that point. Uh, and then there was a three-year gap or so and then you headed back to Bible college to finish mm -hmm. uh, as a married man. Um, and so that's, that's how I primarily know you. Uh, when yes. you were here as a single man, as a student, I wasn't even a member of the church here. So my only recollection of you as a college student is as a married man. And so uh, I just want to talk a little bit about the challenges that a married man has in Bible college. Uh, there's a, probably a lot of guys out there who have a desire to go into ministry uh, and they're already married already have children maybe, and I want to encourage them to pursue God's will for their life uh, and not let, you know, just the fact that they have a family be a hindrance from them, you know, doing God's will for their life, but also give them fair warning of mm -hmm. some of the challenges that come with that. And so, um, if you could just fill in some of the details about what was it like when you came back to Bible college as a married man? What yeah, was so, your situation? So, whenever I left, of course, my wife and I just got married. And whenever I came back, uh, at that time, uh, we came back and we had two children by that time. Okay. My son Josiah was uh, just a little itty-bitty, freshly born fella. Uh, my daughter, Jody, I believe she was close to two years old. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it was quite an adjustment. Uh, it was quite an adjustment because at that point in my life versus what I was whenever I first started uh, being a single man, now all of a sudden I have um, the burden of taking care of a family on top of it. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like what it was when I was single, uh, you know, as a college student, if I didn't want to go to work, I would just call in, uh, you know, which is, which is quite common for uh, college, single college students to do, hey, I don't feel like going to work today, so I'm just going to call in, you know, I'm tired or I got to do homework or, or what yeah. have you. Uh, it was more difficult academically. 
for example, before I got married, I was taking, I, I believe I took like 19 credit hours my first semester, 17 my second semester, made dean's list. Mm -hmm. Didn't have any problem getting my homework done. Didn't get have any problem turning in my paperwork. Uh, I was really focused on my academics. But versus whenever I came back as a as a married man, so I not only had my two year old daughter, uh, my newborn son. I also had at that time, and we didn't discuss this earlier. I also had my fourteen year old sister who I was raising, Terry. Oh, that's right. Yes, and uh, I believe that you were in high school with. Didn't you we graduate? We graduated, graduated together the same year. Mm -hmm. And so it was quite an adjustment. Um, now I had responsibilities I had to take care of out, inside college and outside college. And it was a struggle quite a bit. Uh, I, I believe what I did was just going into the mindset of thinking whenever I started college, I could take as many credits as I did whenever I was a single guy. And I realized I can't do that. Uh, I, could, I wasn't able to take a full load of college and take care of all the other responsibilities and work a full-time job at once. And it was quite discouraging for me uh, at first because I was just like, what is wrong? Why can't I manage this? And then on top of that, uh, I believe when we came back here, I took over a bus route uh, as well in Aurora. Um, and so there was a lot of new responsibilities. I, I was having a hard time juggling everything. But it took me a good two years to actually get into the swing of things as far as realizing how much academics I could handle mm -hmm. um, and, and on top of the responsibility of working a full-time job and the ministry as well. Once we got into the swing of things, uh, it made things a little bit easier. But then the opportunity presented itself when the college moved here to Elgin uh, for us to actually be able to move into married housing. And that was the biggest blessing um, and by the time we moved into the married housing, I believe at that point we had uh, four children okay. at that yeah. point. Um, so when we moved into the married housing, essentially it was, uh, you know, three hotel rooms joined together. And uh, during an off, uh, some off time that I had, I was able to actually go to our apartment mm -hmm. and uh, be able to spend time with my my wife and kids, and then obviously whenever it came time to go back to class, uh, be able to go back to those, you know, go back to class and, and focus on that. I just want to give a little clarity, just so people understand, you know, the Providence Baptist College's campus mm -hmm. is basically a renovated hotel. It was mm -hmm. a Holiday Inn, then became a Best Western. It has conference room space, full kitchen, commercial kitchen. Uh, so it was hosting, you know, parties, weddings, things like that, and that's where a lot of the classes take place. But it is a full hotel. There's a right. five-story tower of hotel rooms. Then there's uh, interior hotel rooms inside the building. Then there's also exterior, you know, hotel rooms that are, you know, like a motel style. And that's where you live. All our married housing is out there, and it's it is a great asset. You yes. know, it allows married students to be able to come to Bible college. Um, and not have to worry about where am I going to, where's my family going to live? Is it safe? Is it affordable? Um, and you know, can you know? It allows you, like you said, you know, if if you have one class period free, you don't have a long commute no. to get home. It's a two second walk, right? And I'm home, and I can spend some quality time with my kids right in the middle of the day, yes, as necessary. I, I agree. And and part of the struggle that I had up until that point is really feeling connected to the college. We always felt like we were connected to the ministry because we were heavily involved. Sure. You know, in the ministry, I worked in the bus route. I worked in Reformers Unanimous. I, I preached in junior church. Uh, I sang in the choir. My wife sang in the choir. She worked in the nursery. 
um, all these different things. So we always felt connected to the church, but it was hard for me to always feel that constant connection with the school because my priority first and foremost as a husband is to provide for my family and to make sure that their well-being is taken care of first and foremost, even more so than my academics. Sure. Um, so I always felt connected to the, to the church. I always felt connected to my job. I had a hard time staying connected to the, to the school, and that's where the struggle was constantly throughout the years up until the point where we moved in married housing. Yeah. Um, when I moved in married housing, it actually made me feel very connected to the college itself on a regular basis. And what was, you know, it has it has its own kitchen for married students, mm -hmm. has its own laundry room for married students. The privacy that uh, you know that was granted to us. I'll never forget Brother Gomez as he sat there with some of us married students when he was talking about the purchase of this place, and he said, "I'm just going to throw this idea out there for some of you." You know, we're going to have the possibility of how, having married housing. And my biggest concern, obviously, you have us as married couple and our own home, and then you have a bunch of single students inside of the, the facility. I'll never forget what he said. He said, let me, let me say this regarding your privacy, because that was my concern as preacher. You know, what about our privacy as a home, as a family? Mm -hmm. He said, if your privacy is ever violated, his quote was, heads will roll. That's what he said, heads will roll. And I thought to myself, so he means business about that. And our privacy was never violated. People didn't just randomly come up to our door mm -hmm. um, and knock on it. People from the college, staff at the college, different things like that. So, but uh, going back to feeling connected. So w we had all these amenities that we needed. We had a roof above our head. Mm -hmm. We had access to food. We could either partake in the college food or we could choose if my wife wanted to to be able to cook her own food in the the housing uh, the the kitchen facilities designated for for married housing. Um, uh, it was really neat because there would be times that uh, we would my wife and I would regularly go and interact with the younger college students, sure. and that that was a blessing too. We'd go out yeah. there and play ping pong or we'd shoot pool or or different things like that. There, there was always this connection. Plus, uh, if the college or the church had visiting preachers, it was always a blessing to be able to sit down with them as they were here housed at the college, mm -hmm. uh, to be able to talk with them and get to know these preachers and get to know their wives and, and different things on a more personal level. But uh, that married housing facility really helped me stay connected to the college. Now, as a, as a married student, um, there was rare, it was a rarity that I took a full load of credit hours. Mm -hmm. um, just because, again, going back to my first and foremost responsibility providing for my family, I knew what I could handle. Some people could handle full time. That's not what I was able to do. Yeah. And all the, the, the children I had. So by the time I actually graduated college, Brother Hallberg, um, you know, I, ended, I had five children. Mm -hmm. And all five of those children, and myself, my wife and I chose to make the sacrifice of living in a home that was big and having a nice yard and having all the things that come with that to live here at the college. Number one, it's supportive of the college. Mm -hmm. But number two, it was ultimately what allowed me to be able to finish college as well. You just mentioned your wife. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously there had to be some kind of a conversation between you and her. There was. Some kind of a frank conversation of this is what we're getting ourselves into, this is what you can expect from me, or this is what you shouldn't expect from me. You know, 
So, I mean, it's not a sacrifice on your part. It was a sacrifice on her part yeah, as well. You're exactly right. And can you talk a little bit about how the important it is to have the support of your wife if you're going to endeavor to do this? So, uh, you're exactly right in regard to the sacrifice that she made. We uh, lived in a house in St. Charles at that time frame. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was honestly initially afraid to approach her about the situation about the possibility of us moving to the college in the married housing facility because she had a kitchen she had a yard you know she had a living room it was all decorated everything that she wanted there uh, that, and, and that housing that she had that house that she had provided her security and for me to suggest to her hey I think that maybe we ought to move to the college that will enable able me to finish school. Initially, she wasn't for it, mm-hmm. um, and I I didn't push her. I just hey talked to her about it, and I just said hey I'm going to pray about this. I want you to pray about it. And eventually, she came to me and she said, you know what? Uh, I believe that uh, it is God's will that we move there, and I believe that if you did that, it would help you to be able to finish school. Because it was really a struggle, like I said, again, staying connected to the college, knowing exactly all things that, all things that are going on in regard to that. But, uh, you know, sometimes you all would have uh, a change in class schedule or you'd have modules come up because a guest preacher would all of a sudden come in or a preacher would talk to mm-hmm. him. And there were several times, actually, for example, I would go to school like I would every day. I would show up at the time frame my my class started. Uh, you know, I if it wasn't the first class, maybe it was the third hour. Um, I would show up for that class and I, just to find out that there was a module that day. And I thought to myself, I am really disconnected from this place. Yeah. Uh, but anything that and everything that was going on at the college, any kind of changes that were made suddenly based on. Uh, you know, specific needs that were that came up at that time frame or people visiting. You know, I was aware of it, mm-hmm. and uh, it was it was just big help. But going back to what you're saying regarding her, she's the one that chose and had a big part in allowing allowing all of that take place for us to move here and uh, me to finish school. Yeah, and even even to move up back up to Elgin to fit, to even start school again, not much yeah. less move into married housing. Yes, uh, and that's a great point. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, um, my wife was a driving factor in me finishing school. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something, and, and quite frankly, there were times even in married housing, I was like, oh, I'm so tired, I don't want to go to class. And <laughs> my wife is a good enough and strong enough lady that she very, uh, very quickly was saying, hey, you're okay, get, get dressed, go to class, okay? Get your classes done, and if you're tired, you can come home during one of your breaks in between classes and take a quick nap, and then go back to class. Yeah. And she ingrained in our kids um, that were there, and this was this is this is something that my kids will remember to the, this very very day that uh, she ingrained in my children every day. She would say, "Griggs, don't quit. Griggs, don't quit," and she'd say, "I want you to repeat that. Griggs, don't quit." Mm-hmm. And it was a blessing for me to be able to receive that diploma. And uh, our kids say Griggs don't quit and actually see their dad see it through, mm. you know. And, of, of course, you know, i got a couple of my own children here at, at college well, as well. Well, they're here, and that's not the first time I've heard it said because I've heard it from their own lips. Griggs don't quit. Griggs don't quit. And they were, they were taught that. But all that came from my wife. She had a big part in playing uh, 
as far as getting me finished with school. So many people think the role of a wife is to be that, you know, she is supposed to be submissive to her husband, mm -hmm. but at some time she had to speak up and say, I know you don't feel like it, but I'm going to push you right. to do what I know you need to be doing. Right. Uh, and praise the Lord for a woman, a wife that would, you know, act and speak on the best interest of her husband, of her children, of her, of her home. And that is huge. Yes, she understood and she helped me to understand the, the stick-to-itness, if you will, or the determination or the drive mm -hmm. to get through college and finish college. Not would only mean something to me, it wouldn't only just mean something to her, but it would mean something to my children mm -hmm. as well. And because of that, you know, uh, again, my, my children, I mean, they're in here in college right now. You see how they, they behave and, and just their, their whole mindset. They're, they're putting their nose to the grind. They're, they're plowing away. Yeah, they're goal-oriented goal, goal and focused. Yes, they are. And a lot of that comes from her saying, Griggs, don't quit. And she, even the day, I, it, it was almost like boot camp sometimes. I'm like, Griggs, don't quit. Do some push-ups. Griggs, don't quit. You know? so, someone said, how, how was it finishing Bible college? I said, well, I quit every day. And if it weren't for my wife, you know, pushing me to finish. And, and by the way, Brother Hallberg, you know, while I was in college, you know, be, me being a married man, and I didn't talk to you ever about this, but I had a conversation with Brother Hall, me being a married man having a family and having some sort of ministry experience and ties to this ministry here. There were ministry opportunities for me to pursue. Mm -hmm. And there were several times I'd go to Brother Hall and I'd say, this pastor talked to me about working for him as an assistant pastor. There was always I, that temptation. Right. Could I, could I shorten my degree and get a two-year or three-year instead of a four-year? Yeah. And, uh, you know, he just wouldn't allow it. Yeah. He wouldn't allow it, and I was so dog mad at him. But looking back on it now, I understand why he made me finish my four-year degree. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, I finished my four-year degree in, in a total of seven years, I believe, in, in being in school. But I still finished my four-year degree. Yeah. And that means a lot more to me, and it, meant to, it means a lot more to me now than a three- or two-year degree would have meant for me way back when. Well, I hope this is an encouragement to any man who's married, has a family, and is considering God's will for his life. Man, I need to go into pastorate, but I need to get some training. It can be done. And yes. I hope that some of the things you said can be an encouragement to him to, to actually take that step of faith and do that together as a family. Thank yes. you so much for joining us. Appreciate it. And if you want to ch check out our other uh, topics, our up other episodes, check out our YouTube channel and the audio-only platforms. And you can like and comment and subscribe. And we appreciate you joining us.